So Matthew 20, 1 through 16 is our scripture reading today. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius for the day, he sent them into the vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon, and about three o'clock, he did the same thing. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired around five o'clock came, each of them received a denarius. Now when they when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Uh, if I have not met you yet, I apologize. I, I usually try to make the rounds and everything, but my name is Trevor. I'm the pastor here, and I, I'm just overwhelmed that you're here. I'm just so happy that you're here, and I hope that you uh, find this place comfortable and friendly and welcoming, and I hope that you uh, primarily feel the presence and the love of Jesus Christ here. Uh, that being said, who do you think is more popular with God? Who's God like best out of the room here? Which one of us? You <laughs> Believe it or not, in the first century, that was a common argument, and I'm going to say it's kind of one now today still. People still like to put the, the ranks on who's actually uh, going to be first in the kingdom of heaven. The talk show host, uh, David Letterman, actually was uh, uh, giving an interview, and I don't remember who he was interviewing, but they actually got on the subject about uh, heaven. And the person that he was interviewing said, well, what do you think that heaven is like? And he said, I just picture a really big gymnasium. And she said, where do you see yourself? And he said, with really bad seats. Um, and a lot of people, I mean, we do rank with who's going to sit first and all this kind of stuff. And Jesus was aware of this in the first century, and he's talking to his folks, and he's giving a description that they would be able to identify with, and that is a, uh, a person that owns a vineyard uh, hiring people, and he's hiring them different times of the day, and, but they're all getting a day's wages, which upsets the people that were hired first, naturally. And we try to put ourselves into that position. I always say whenever you hear a story that Christ is talking about, try to put yourself in that and see where you would fit and try to really put yourself honestly in that. Would you be upset if you were hired at 7 o'clock in the morning in a vineyard, and you're, just, you're not allowed to drink the wine, you're just out there you know, plucking uh, grapes and all of this kind of stuff, and then you see people get hired at the very end of the day, and they get the same pay that you do? Would that upset you? 
I think it would. Yeah, yeah, it would. A, a good example of this are, are the way that we prioritize things. We, we come to church and we love to say, everybody's welcome here. We, you know, this is, this is what we, we do. This is why we come to church. You know, we, we believe that everybody's welcome. But sometimes we're tested at that. Sometimes we're tested when we don't expect to be tested. Um, we had a pandemic. I don't know if you were aware. Um, but uh, we are just kind of pulling out of this. But do you remember when this thing first started? It was like, uh, it was almost two years ago now, two, two, three years ago, right? Or something like that. Um, what was when the pandemic really hit, the first thing, the most important thing that was on everybody's mind at this time? What did you fear the most? Toilet paper. We were just panicked, not about health. We were panicked that we were going to run out of toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, people were running to the stores not to get masks. They were running to get paper. And we have so many choices of paper, too. We did not want the cheap paper, did we? We were wanting for our derrieres, the supreme wipe that we could ever get, right? We didn't want the store brand. We wanted the Charmin for me and my family. That was our priority, and we wanted to get it first. And many people still have closets full of toilet paper because they hoarded so much toilet paper. This is our vineyard. This is our test. This is the time that God is saying, what is your priority in this life? Aliens would look at us from other planets and say, man, they sit on them all the time, but they value them more than anything in this world. They're butts. <laughs> they must rule. That must be what they think with. If you look on social media, the argument's there. <laughs> would we pass a test like this? As a society, we had something that was happening that was hurting people, worrying people, and killing people. And we ran to the stores for toilet paper. We ran there to get it first. Jesus says, first is the last, last is the first. Let's give another example. A flood is rising. Around your house, you see the waters rising. Uh, people have asked this question in scenar different scenarios. What is the things that you would prioritize? What would you want to save first? Now, most of us, we would probably say our, our family, our loved ones, uh, our pets, those things closest to us, which is very realistic and, and, and very human. But what comes after that? What are the, the next things? that we would prioritize after that? Would we look around our house and say, I gotta get that TV, um, I gotta get this heirloom, I gotta get this fake plant? You know, uh, this means so much to me. Would we look around and, and, and gather the stuff that we could? Would we, would we go to the safe? Uh, would we try to grab the safe? Um, 
Would it be about our things? Would it be uh, the waters rising? Would it be our family first? Our things second? Jesus asks us, where's, where's your neighbor fit in on that? When we think of waters rising and we prioritize, do we, do we think I would save myself, my family, and then I would go outside, forget everything else, and I would make sure that my neighbors are okay? How many of us, if we ask ourselves when that question was asked, how many of us honestly didn't quite think of that? That's the hard, that's the hard question. That's the, the, the point that Jesus is trying to make in this scenario. It's not just about hiring people. It's not about what they get. It's about to Christ what he's telling them is that every single person is important to me. That's my, my priority. My priority, it's not just the vineyard. My priority is getting everybody that I can to come to the vineyard. That, that's my priority. That's my goal. And I don't care what time of day it is, I'm going to keep going back to the city and saying, have you been in the vineyard? Have you been there? One thing we, we miss in, in, the, in the dialogue in the scripture that this says is that when he comes at the end of the day and he asks the people there, why, why haven't you been to the vineyard yet? Their answer is, because no one's hired us yet. We... We can't gloss over that one because that's the point that Jesus is trying to make. That, that sentence right there, because no one has hired us yet, is probably the most important sentence of this entire story. Because what Jesus is saying is he's continually going to retrieve the people that nobody wants. That's the point of this story. It's not about pay. It's not about, oh, this guy's a whiner and all of this kind of stuff. It's about the, the boss, the owner of the vineyard, continually going out and getting the people that nobody wants. People are standing there, they're waiting, and nobody will hire them. That's the point of this story. Jesus is saying, I will repeatedly, repeatedly go and I will get those people that nobody wants. And they will receive the exact same thing that you will receive. That's grace. The, the whole message of what Christ is trying to teach us is grace. Why don't we get that? Why don't we understand that? I mean, I can understand the panic in a, in a, a pandemic. that We need toilet tissue, and we'll step over our neighbor to get it. But sometimes, 
We do that when it comes to God. Our churches have done a tremendous disservice. Tremendous disservice. We have many, many people that continually hear that God is about love and are continually told, but not for you. You're not welcome here. I, I opened uh, up the app uh, uh, TikTok, uh, and five hours later, I'm... Uh, <laughs> Boy, that, what's wrong with that? I mean, that'll numb a brain, but um, I, I witnessed this uh, protest where people were holding signs uh, that were saying that because you're different, you're going to hell. And what disturbed me the most about that is that they were happy about it. People protest this and they, they, they tell people that they're uninvited with smiles on their faces. They, they love to tell people that uh, I'm, I'm actually God's favorite. I, I'm more popular with God because I, I do things and I deny the rest. But you, you because of either who you are or where you live or whatever. You're not God's favorite. And then we love to say this little passive-aggressive thing of, but I'll pray for you with a grin on our face because for some reason we like that little um, confidence booster. See, at least I'm not that bad. At least I'm not that person. We want to find somebody. In order to make ourselves feel more loved by God, we need to compare ourselves to somebody else. We need to make sure that there's a villain in the story to where we can justify that we're heroes. No matter what we've done, we're heroes. God loves me because I'm not you. And there are people that continually hear this. God loves me because I'm not you. And if you want to be loved by God, uh, you've got to be just like me. People standing, waiting waiting to be invited to that vineyard, waiting, waiting for somebody to come and, and offer them a place. The, this story does not end with uh, God, uh, the, the owner of the vineyard, paying everybody and the first person say, well, wait a minute, I'm better than they are, and then the owner saying, oh, you're right. I, I'll add health care. You'll get a health plan, and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get a 401k because you're better. You're that much better. I'll add that to you. You'll get that. They'll get this, and it'll go like this. 
I love the fact that the, the, the owner of the vineyard says, are you jealous because of my kindness? Are we jealous? Is that what this is all about? Do we, do we hate our neighbor because we're jealous that God might like them too? Is, is that what this is about? If you take any statement home with you, this should be on a bumper sticker. God's not toilet paper. There's enough for everybody. And the purpose of Christ is to continue to go out and reach everybody. Everybody. I, we mean that. Everybody. There's no asterisks here. He continues to go out daily every day to reach those that nobody else will take. I know that because I'm one of them. I hope you know that too. Because if we delve deep into our, our soul, if we look at ourselves, we've all done some stuff. But we were, we were invited to the vineyard. And if we're invited to the vineyard, part of that job is not just picking grapes. Part of that job is also going out and making sure that everybody else knows that they are, they are invited to the vineyard. Do we do that? We may not share our toilet paper, but we can share the love of Jesus Christ. That's another bumper sticker. That would be, that's even better than the other one. I pray that we focus on this, this story as a call to ourselves. That we are all called to this wonderful, wonderful presence of God's love. Every single one of us. And I hope that we look at that in two ways. I hope that we look at that as it is our job as disciples and followers of Christ to do the same, to continue to invite people. And I hope that we also look at that knowing that however we put ourselves down, however we feel on the margins or on the outside, I hope that we look at that knowing that we are invited as well. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, everybody wants to be part of the kingdom. Everybody wants to experience love. Everybody wants to feel welcomed in life. Help us to, to see that in you, to hear that in you, and to share that. Help us to truly, truly love you, to truly love ourselves the way that you love us, and to truly love our neighbor as we would like to be loved. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen.